Hey, and just a quick reminder that the audio-only versions of these Vital MX interviews are available on the Vital MX podcast page. Search for it anywhere you get your pods and let your friends know about it. What's up, guys? Jamie with Vital MX here. Today, I have Troy Lee Design Red Bull Gas Gas Team Manager Max Lee on the phone. What's up, Max? How's it going, guys? Thanks for having me. Yeah, glad to talk to you, man. I think this is the first time we've actually spoke other than maybe the press conference before A1. Uh, yep. Yeah, so I want to start a little bit for anybody that doesn't realize that you are Troy Lee's son. So you grew up in the racing world. What What are your uh-huh. first memories of motocross, supercross, and just racing in general? Oh, man, really? Uh, first memories, I think, were were before we even started the supercross and motocross we were a, a supermoto team i think it started in in 2004 with my dad and jeff ward uh the supermoto championship i think came over originated i think in europe in 2003 and they started decided to go for a, a racing team in 2004 with um jeff ward and i think chris fillmore that now works at ktm uh, uh for the flat track team joined as well but it, it started there um really i think it was like the queen mary we had a race there um and then uh there was another one i forget where it was at but uh up towards like palm springs area um but really just being at the races there hanging out watching motorcycles go fast and enjoying it and i I just assume it instantly connected with you yeah oh yeah i mean i've been around really bicycles and motorcycles since as long as i can remember and uh man I, i i never never not enjoyed it i just love it so much and it's always whether i'm riding it or watching it i'm, I'm enjoying it a ton and and i don't plan on stopping anytime soon <laughs> well, yeah you, talk, <laughs> you mentioned that riding you did a bunch of racing yourself how far did you go how far did you take it uh yeah so i grew up really riding bicycles a ton uh my pops was so busy with work and i was going to normal school and i played some soccer and and, and ran track and played a little football but I was always riding my BMX bike around town and mountain biking a ton from the house. And so I really grew up on bicycles and would ride moto here or there probably once a couple times a month um, just for fun. Never really did any racing. And then uh, all my friends growing up, like uh, Jeff Ward's kids, uh, were all super passionate. We had some other family friends that were all doing the full series, going to Loretta's and World Minis and all that stuff. And uh, I always wanted to be a part of it. Uh, pops was just so busy, but luckily, uh, once I got my license at 16, I, I was able to, to buy my first car and, uh, I got a Chevy express van and kind of went downhill from there. I just started going to the track every day and kept, kept, uh, kept wanting to go to bigger races and, and spend more money. And my dad's like, man, I'm so busy with work. I don't know if we can do it. And I'm like, well, I got my license. I'm going to take myself. And for the next, from about 2015 to 2020, um, we were wide open those five years. We were trying to hit every amateur national. We could any area qualifier, any local race on the weekend, just to get as much gate time as possible and, and learn as much as we could. And, and, uh, I, I got a couple championships in the 250 C class. Uh, proud of that. <laughs> that was like my first, first real win was that freestone in the 250 C class. I got the first number one place. So that was a huge accomplishment for me. And then uh, a few, le- few years later went into the B class um, got a, a championship in the B class at the AZ Open, and then moved into the A class. Raced a couple uh, of the amateur nationals there, and then started getting my points for Supercross Futures. 
Um, and then right about that time I was getting my points for futures, I, I ended up having a crash, hurt my thumb and then, and COVID kind of took over mm. and I was planning on, on, on racing the Canadian series to kind of get my feet wet for the pro motocross series here in the U S. Um, but after that injury and COVID stopped racing, I, I was going back to school, uh, took a few online college courses and, um, uh, for the time being, I was traveling to the races, um, helping out our race team doing all the outdoor nationals that year. Um, and I really enjoyed it. And, uh, one thing led to another, they offered me a full-time position as the athlete support manager there. And I did that for, for the next three years. Yeah. I was going to ask you that coming up, what was your progression through the company? So I'll get to that in a second. I want to stick with childhood just for a minute. Growing, uh, growing up, Troy's son, uh, you know, his history, obviously a lot of cool, probably opportunities. What are, or who are some of the coolest people you got to meet as a kid that kind of blew your mind a little bit? Oh man. Oh, I've met a lot of very cool people. <laughs> um, really, I, I, I would say Brandon Seminuk was one of the, one of the coolest dudes I've met Brandon Fairclaw. They're both mountain bike guys that we sponsor. Uh, we actually took them out riding motorcycles for a, a day out at milestone a while back. And it's crazy to see someone so, so dang talented on a bicycle, uh, struggle a bit on a motorcycle, but <laughs> <laughs> they, they got around super well, but it is, it is different seeing someone so high class on a bicycle with so much talent and skill, uh, look like they're trying to learn a new one on, on a motorcycle, very similar, <laughs> but that was a cool one for sure. Um, Man, some of just the old school Supercross guys like Jeremy McGrath, uh, Pingree. I mean, those guys. I, I still look up to them to this day. They're they're legends in the sport. And MC, ever since I was a little kid, has always been my hero. Um, but honestly, now even working with Justin Barsha and this race team, man, it's such a it's such a blessing for me, and I, I appreciate it a ton. And Justin's such a rad dude, on and off the bike. Um, I, I don't know, man. It's it's. I couldn't tell you exactly who who's the number one, but I've been very fortunate. To very say the cool. Least. Yeah, very cool. Um, did you ever consider like uh, an uh, occupation outside of the industry? Was there something that you were looking at before you got offered the job? Yeah, I was actually considering working uh, some construction. I have a, a good buddy of mine that. Uh, uh, I've known for a long time, we grew up riding together and he kind of started his own construction business. And, um, yeah, I was just a little bummed with the whole COVID thing and not being able to race and then injuries. And I'm like, you know, I kind of want to just jump into something else and, and learn a new skill and something completely different than I'm used to. Uh, but that ended up not happening. And I guess it seemed to work out, uh, cause things are going all right so far. <laughs> yeah. So you, you got offered the athlete support role, uh, what yep. was that like? You, I mean, you're again, Troy's son. So was there anybody that was like, well, has he earned this spot or was it pretty welcoming right off the bat? And what were your roles? It was pretty welcoming off the bat. Um, I, I basically spent almost every day, um, my last few years in high school at the, the Corona shop, our headquarters there at TLD. Um, I had a little shed in the back where I was working on my bikes. And so I knew all the employees super well. A lot of them have been there a long time. I've known since I was probably three or four years old. So I've always had a really good relationship there. Um, but before I even took that position, everyone at the company that rode mountain bikes or moto, if they needed some extra, extra work on their bike, I was always back there working anyway. So I was changing tires for some of the employees and, and, uh, 
had a good relationship. So when this opportunity came up, it, they welcomed me pretty gracefully and, and I couldn't be happier to, to be a part of it and work with those guys that I've known for so long and that are so passionate about the, the brand and the sport as I am. Um, but yeah, like I said, it started just going to the races on the weekends with the race team, just bringing gear. Mm. Um, and then it turned into basically the athlete support position for all moto athletes. We had a, a, a team in Europe, our MX2 team, Yamaha team. Um, I supplied all the gear for, I was in charge of, um, approving all the, the, uh, designs, um, and making sure that the schedule looks good and try and coordinate the, the gear they wear on race weekends with what we're racing here in the, in the supercross series here in the States, um, ordering all the gear from the vendors, finding new vendors because stuff was late because of COVID. Mm -hmm. Uh, that was quite a handful trying to reach out to different vendors and, trying to coordinate all the gear to get there at the same time from helmets, gloves, pants, Jersey, all coming from different parts of the world. Um, also handled a lot of the contracts for all of our off-road athletes, some ambassadors and our amateur athletes. I took care of all of our, our amateur athletes, uh, traveled to all the big amateur races as well as all the supercross races, outdoor races, and even a couple GP races. Um, and I worked quite a bit with the paint department there. Um, as well as the R&D and a lot of the products, I, I was basically like the main source of feedback from all of our new products and current products going out to our athletes. If they had any issues, I'd kind of relay all that info to our designers um, to try and make those improvements. And then I, I really did enjoy working with the paint department, having a little bit of freedom and say on what we could do with these custom painted helmets and even designing a few um, for some of the athletes. I, I really enjoyed that a ton as well. Yeah, that's cool. So you, you have a little bit of artistic uh taste to yourself as well as like your dad does yeah yeah i would say a little bit <laughs> <laughs> um okay so then coming into this year tyler keefe who was the previous team manager i think he decided to kind of spend some time at home and with family and take a step back you get offered yep. the team manager role were you surprised by that offer and were you nervous about it absolutely yeah yeah i was pretty pretty surprised and for sure nervous um, it was mentioned to me briefly after outdoors, actually Roger DeCosta came up and, and asked me if I'd be, if I'd consider the position in the future. Uh, this was actually at, at, uh, motocross of nations at Redbud, And, uh, at the time I was like, heck yeah, Roger, like <laughs> I'm just honored for you to ask this of me. Like, it's just unbelievable. I would love to do this later down the road. And he kind of shook his head. All right. All right. Um, and after that, I didn't think too much of it. It was just something that, like, I was like, man, that's bitching hearing Roger say that. And um, hopefully sometime down the road, um, um, if that opportunity came up, I, I would definitely jump on it. And, man, about a month and a half later, um, I got the call from Roger, uh, my father, and uh, and it seemed like it was moving pretty dang quick. And they're like, hey, man, TK's having a baby. He's ready to, to start the next chapter of his life. And uh, we think he'd be a good fit for the role. And I was, again, thrown off completely. I'm like, you really, really think uh, uh, I'm ready for this? But um, honestly, man, we have such a solid crew. We have great mechanics. Our crew chief, Ollie Stone, has been in the industry and a, a factory mechanic for, man, over, over 10 years, I think. Um, without that whole crew and without spending the time with them the last couple of years in this athlete support position for TLD. Um, 
I, I wouldn't have taken it if I didn't have a 100% trust in, in the crew because they, they are crushing it and helping me a ton. And I will be honest, it's been a, it's been a huge learning curve for sure. But uh, I've been I've been trying to stay open minded and listen to everyone and just trying to learn as much as my as much as I can and dive into the deep end a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're <laughs> bite th- off more than I can chew and and, and chew like heck. <laughs> yeah, you said uh, you know learning as you go. Basically, what what has been the biggest surprise or maybe the most difficult thing to kind of adjust to? Um. Biggest thing for me is really just uh, trying to keep up with the the whole machine of this of this race team. I mean, it's uh, it's a crazy series. We're we're racing so many weekends out of the year, and it's so many weekends back to back, and things are just moving so dang fast. We're always trying to be two or three steps ahead, um, just to be better prepared for the weekend, and just trying to keep up with all that, and and coordinating with the whole team and crew, and making sure testing's going well, and also making sure that our our mechanics are flying out and, and getting to the race on time to set up. And if there's any changes, shipping parts, engines, suspension, and also trying to plan uh, for supercross practice here in California with all this rain we got. Uh, <laughs> yeah. it seems like it's, It seems like we've been living in, in Europe the past few months. We've been getting so much rain every week. It's it's unbelievable. So just realistically, just trying to keep up with this, this whole machine here that keeps on rolling. But uh, it's been, it's been a ton of fun. And like I said, I have, I have good people around me, so they're, they're helping me out a ton. Yeah. It's great to hear how much do, interaction do you have with riders and do you have anything to do with contracts and what, you know, there's contracts up this year with your team. Do you have a lot to do with that stuff? Yeah, it's just some conversations, uh, between me and Tyler Keith. TK is still, still involved in, in a lot of those higher level decisions. And he's again, helping me learn as we go. So we have a lot of conversations about it, but I would say my role is more handling a lot of the day to day stuff. Um, but I do have a lot of, a lot of input with the riders and I try to, to share my advice whenever I, whenever I have it to offer for our current guys and, and potential guys in the future. Um, it's, it, I do enjoy it. I love going to the races and watching these guys ride. And I feel like I've been watching it long enough to, to really have a, a valid opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, again, it's, it's mostly TK's decision currently, but, um, he's constantly giving me phone calls and pitching <laughs> me ideas. We're, we're shooting ideas at each other back and forth. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Well, with your current riders, uh, like Justin Barsha and Michael Moseman, I bo- believe both their contracts are up. Pierce is signed through next season. And there's rumors all the time, right, of uh, maybe they're yep. going to do one 250 and a couple 450s yet next year. There's names being thrown around. What would you yep. like to see happen? Like, what do you feel the future of TLD, Red Bull, Gas Gas would be – what would be best for the team? What do you think? Well, we um – Man, best thing I, I I think I think keeping Justin Barsha on board has been has been huge for the team. Mm-hmm. I, I really like the guy. He's he's such a genuine man off the off the motorcycle, um, and I think he's good for morale. And I think he's 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 learning himself, trying to trying to be a little bit more of a, a positive role model uh, in the sport. Um, but I think keeping him on board and 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 getting some some uh, young young talent in the team would be be huge moving forward and and we pierce is is been crushing it i think this is his 
his third year here and he's got potential and the speed's been there. We just got to figure out the starts a little bit, but mm -hmm. I think, uh, he's ready to, ready to have a couple breakthrough rides. I think Justin's helping him a lot. Um, and then, and, um, hopefully down the road, um, Justin's sticking with the team and the brand is, is, is killer for TLD and gas gas. And, and he can kind of help guide these guys and give them the confidence and energy and that, and that race mentality that we all know Justin Barsha has when it's, when it's game time and that gate drops, you know, he's, he's putting it all on the line and he's giving it 110% effort and he, he wants every single inch he can get. Yeah. Um, so for, for the team overall, I think, um, the morale is huge and Justin plays a big part of that. And a lot of the younger guys look up to him. Good, good. Um, do you feel this season for the most part has been a success? Uh, three podiums for Barsha, I believe six in points, Pierce, a couple top fives, eighth in points, Obviously, Michael has struggled a little bit this season. Um, but overall, do you feel like it's been a success? Overall, I'd say it's been been a success. Yeah, I think uh, the work we've been doing behind the scenes has been has been great. I think uh, the crew and everyone's been busting their butt, and we're all on the same page and and focused on the same goal. Um, I, I really think the work we've been putting in and where we're at with this with this motorcycle in, in such a good spot. I don't think our results quite show how good I feel about the whole process currently, but I do think, uh, I do think we haven't quite reached the top by any means yet. I think, uh, we're only going to get better as the season goes on. Okay, good. Um, how is the logistics of sometimes you have guys all in California? I think Justin was in California previously, uh, and being able to test in Cali. And then now, if I'm not mistaken, he's back in Florida. So you have to logistically probably get him parts, get him bikes, communication. It, has it been more difficult with him being in Florida? Yes and no. Um, being in Florida for him with, with the baby has been a lot easier. And he's got a beautiful facility there that he can train at. Um, it has been difficult not being able to to talk to him face to face and see him ride in person, just getting some input and feedback through videos and, and uh, some input from him on, on a few things. But for the most part, honestly, the, the motorcycle we have this year with gas gas has been so good. And, and Hunter Falk, our suspension guy has been doing such a good job as, as well as Ollie Stone, our crew chief and building a great motorcycle. So it's been a lot smoother, I think, than, than it could have been in the past because we have gotten him in such a good spot on the bike that we're not making huge changes, and it's not like we're trying to trying to test with him while he's over in Florida and we're trying to figure some stuff out. He's he's over there doing his motos, and he's actually been been riding a little bit at MTF as well, which I think is huge. Um, but it is it is difficult having having the team kind of separated. Uh, that's why race weekends it it feels so nice because everyone's like families back together. Yeah. But having the 250 guys out here and Justin in Florida and just trying to keep track and also you want to see you know progress with the motorcycle, progress with the rider every week. It's a little bit more difficult to track. But Justin, he's been doing it long enough. He knows what it takes to to be at the level that that uh, those guys are and to be at the level to win. So um, luckily for me, he's he's a lot lot less uh, less work because he's, <laughs> he's dedicated and <laughs> he's dedicated and he knows what it takes. All right, for sure. Uh, a couple more questions. Being a privately owned team competing competing against, but also working with factory teams that are owned by the same entity, the KTM Group. Do you ever feel 
I don't I don't know if the term redheaded stepchild's appropriate, but do you ever feel <laughs> less than or that you have to live up to a higher level or struggle more than say the factory husky or the factory KTM divisions? I wouldn't say that. I feel like we're one big family under this roof here. Um, everyone's been more than than helpful to me and the rest of my team and, and we all want to win together and whether it's a KTM or a Husqvarna or, or a gas gas on the podium, we're all high fiving and, and congratulating each other. And, um, man, we just moved into this new building too, that they, they built for us right up the street. It's, I think it's a $53 million investment into this facility and it's beautiful. And all our race shops are right next to each other. We're just down the hall. So, um, like I said, we're, we feel like one big family. I don't feel like there's any, extra pressure on us um by any means and and roger DeCoster and ian harrison has, has always been really helpful for me and and also nate ramsey helping me with whatever i need moving forward it's it seems like we all want to win together and i think we're stronger as a team in general so it's just going to benef- benefit us all you mentioned the building the new the new facility that ktm built has that improved communication any with testing and development I would say so. Yeah. Just us all being so close together. I mean, we're, we're constantly walking in between each other's shops and checking out how we're organizing our parts and (laughs) what our plan is for the week and riding schedule. And, and they have KTM's test tracks here and we have a TLD test track in Corona and we kind of flip flop and, um, we're just, we're just working together. Uh, I feel like it's a, it's a good thing for, for all of us. Good to hear. Uh, last question, I guess really Glendale this weekend, triple crown, uh, is this Justin's weekend? I feel like he's got a win coming. I just believe he's going to be the next win. Will we see it in Glendale? I think so. <laughs> I think so. You know, triple crowns for some reason, he's always struggled in the past. Um, I don't know what it is about him, but man, he's, he's fired up. We've been working on starts and starts have been better. We've got the bike a little bit better. Um, like I said, man, we've been putting in a lot of work. Uh, behind the scenes that a lot of people don't see and i think we're 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 waiting for that breakthrough ride from pierce brown and and justin barsha but i do think a a win is is coming this weekend if not very very soon perfect well max man hey i appreciate you taking some time for us this morning giving me a chance to get to know you a little bit thank you very much jamie i appreciate you having me on and i really enjoyed our conversation yeah me too i'll see you this weekend in glendale man thanks all right all right take care you too see ya